This message is a product of Vortex Church in Albemarle, North Carolina. We thank you for engaging this conversation. Messages like this one are great resources to help us grow, but they cannot replace being a part of a local church. If you're not actively a part of a church, we encourage you to find one near you that fits you, visit it, and get involved. And we hope this message gives life to you today. Enjoy. Today, as we get started on the topic of talents and on the topic of serving, I really want to dive into what it really means to find our purpose and to find our purpose of what God has designed us to do because we have all been uniquely designed by God with a specific purpose. And we need to be able to figure out what our purpose is to be able to find out exactly what he has called us to do. And one of our greatest joys in this life is discovering what that purpose is and finding out what God has called us to do to be able to fully serve God and to serve others. Because that's what our purpose on this earth is for, is serving God and serving others. That purpose isn't designed for us. It's designed for God to work through us to be able to reach those around us. And in Psalm 139.4, we see that it says, Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. I know that full well. I, I love that, that line in there which says, wonderfully complex. Like, I, I love my personality, but I'm glad that everybody else doesn't have my personality. It'd be really loud in this room right now and probably a lot of competition. And, and it'd be a whole different dynamic. But I'm thankful that God made me who I am, and I'm thankful that he made you exactly who you are. And as we learn our purpose and continue to grow in it, God is going to continue to give us more influence and more impact for the people that are around us. But one thing that, that I've struggled with a lot, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one in the room, but one of our biggest mistakes that we make is looking at what other people are doing, looking at the talents that God has given them and the influence that they have. And we miss the blessing that God has put on our lives. And we miss what he wants to give us because he has made each of us unique and individual and designed us for a specific purpose. Because sometimes we either try to, to act like that person or we get jealous of that person. It creates tensions that are there. But God designed us specifically for who we are. And today I want to help you guys understand your purpose and to be able to fulfill God's calling on your life. And you don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a, a ministry leader. You don't have to lead a small group. But every single one of us has a calling on our life, a calling to lead your family, a calling to influence the people that you work with or maybe in your neighborhood. But don't, don't think that maybe because you're not up on this stage that you don't have a calling on your life. But I promise you that every one of us in this room, every person that God created, he designed us with a purpose because we all have a calling by God to impact and to reach those around us. We're here right now in this season, and this season hasn't been an easy season, but God has us here right now because he uniquely designed each and every one of us with the talents and the skill set to be able to impact people right here, right now, today. And you've got influence in people's lives that maybe will never step foot into a church. So as you're sitting in the break room, maybe having a conversation with somebody whose life just feels like it's falling apart, maybe their, their marriage is falling apart, maybe they, they've lost a loved one or got diagnosed with a terminal illness, and you're the only ear that they have that will sit down and listen to them. And in that moment, you may be the only Jesus that they ever get to see. They may never step foot into a church, but you have 
that moment, you have that influence to be able to reach people around you. Because with a little, God can do amazing things. God can do absolutely amazing things if we're faithful with the little that he has trusted us with. And Brian mentioned this last week, and it's the theme of our series. And it's not about the amount that you've been given, but it's how faithful you are with what you have that matters. It's being faithful with God, what God has given you, that he has entrusted you with. That, that's what matters. It's not the amount that you have, but it's, it's your faithfulness in that. So as we get started today, I want to ask you this question. Will you be faithful with the little? Will you be faithful with the little that God has placed in your life and allow him to guide you and direct you through what he has called you to do? And I want to help us understand what our God-given talents are and help us be able to navigate that and, and find what God has designed us to do. And I've got three things today that I want to touch on. The first one is we all have a purpose. Every single one of us has a purpose. God designed us, again, uniquely for that purpose. And in Psalm 139, it says that, that he made us wonderfully complex because we're all different. We're all designed to reach different people, to have influence in different people's lives because there's people that you can influence that I'll never have a chance to influence. And there, there's people that your spouse may have at their job that you may never have influence, or your kids even at school that you'll never be able to have influence in. So God designed us uniquely to be able to impact the people that are around us. But our number one purpose really is to be loved by God. And we've got to get that right first or we're not going to get the rest of it right. Because God designed us to love him, but he designed us so that we could love us. Like he, that's the, the main reason he designed us was so that he could love us. And in 1 John 4, 19, it's what it says. It says we love each other because he first loved us. The only way we can truly love others is by accepting the love that God has for our lives. And so anyway, we can fully love ourselves. We have to understand that God designed us to love us, no matter how far away we stray, no matter what we've done in the past, no matter how many times we've turned our back on God, God is going to always pursue us, and he's going to always love us. Because I'm thankful that it's not something that I've got to try and earn, because I would never be there. I'm thankful that God loves me who I am with all of my faults, with all of my failures, and all of my weaknesses. He loves me exactly where I, we're at. And we can only find our true purpose in serving others when we fully accept that love of God. That's the only way. The only way that we can fully love others is when we understand that God's love has to flow through us to be able to love others the way he designed us. And this is a concept here that, that can be difficult at times, but you're never not loved. But sometimes we have trouble accepting the love of God. Sometimes we feel like we're inadequate. Sometimes we feel like we've failed too many times, that we've walked too far away from God. But let me tell you today that you are loved 100% by God. You can never walk too far away from God. There's no such thing. He's always going to pursue you. He's always going to come after you. And he's always going to love you 100% no matter how many times you've messed up. Because he will always love you. Always. No matter, no matter what we've done, he's always going to love us. And we know that we have found our purpose when we realize that it is designed to advance the kingdom of God. That's what our purpose here on this earth is for, is to continue to reach people, to point them in the direction of Jesus, to find the love of Jesus that is 
greater than any of the love we can experience because, I mean, the, the love that we have as humans is going to fail at some point. But God's love will never fail us. And our purpose is designed for an eternal goal, not for an earthly goal. It's not designed for something here on earth. It's designed to point people to Jesus and point them to an eternal goal. And when we understand our purpose and give everything we have, God can do more in our lives than we ever thought possible. Because in our weaknesses, in our failures, in our insecurities, in our self-doubts, we feel like we can't do anything sometimes. And, and we feel like, like there's no sense in even trying. But when we put our faith in God and we trust the purpose and the plan that he has for our lives, he can do so much more through us than we ever thought possible. And point number one is that we have a purpose. And number two is that we all have talents to fulfill that purpose. God designed us uniquely with a skill set, exactly how he wanted us and exactly how he needs us to be to be able to fulfill that purpose. And when God created us, he created us all different for a reason. Again, like I said, there, there's areas of our lives that, that he designed us to be unique in so that we can sit down and that we can have conversations with people. There are, are trials and there are challenging moments in our lives that God allows us to go through so that we can sit down and have conversations with people that, like, some things that you guys have gone through that have been absolute tragedies. I have not experienced that. So I can't sit down and have a conversation with somebody about something that you have gone through that you know exactly what it's like. So that God allows us to go through those things to be able to reach the people around us and be able to encourage those who are around us. And sometimes it's easy for us to know what our talents are. So for me, early on, I mean, serving was something I just, I love to do. But there's been other talents along the way that have been a little tougher to understand that that's what God designed me to do. And we need to continue to seek God, continue to build a relationship with God and listen to his voice to be able to know where he's leading us and where he's directing us. Because there's, there's people around us that can, can give us wisdom, but the greatest voice that we should be listening to is the voice of God. And the only way to do that is to spend time with him. But there's other times that, that we have people that God has placed into our lives that are there to be able to speak wisdom into us, and we gotta be able to listen to that as well. But once you discover your talents, it's a whole lot easier to understand what your purpose is. And, and you know what God designed you for. And then you'll be able to take that next step and take that next step and know what your purpose is and where God is leading you. In James 1.17, it says that every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like the shifting shadows. It says every good and perfect gift is from above. It's from, from our Father in heaven who loves us. And all of our talents come from God. God designed us the way we are, and he tells us that our gifts are good and they are perfect. So today, you may be sitting here and you may be doubting whether or not that you're worthy to be able to fulfill the purpose that God has put on your life. But let me remind you where you got those talents from, where the purpose in your life came from, and it came from God. And when we remember that the talents that we got came from God, 
And we know that, that he has placed us in this season for a reason, that we know that we can have the confidence. We know that we can have the faith, that we can step in to what God has called us to do. And we can set those, those doubts aside and we can trust God to be able to do what he has called us to do. And when we embrace our talents and we don't focus on what somebody else's talents are, but we appreciate what we have, only then can we learn to use them the right way. We, we've got to be willing to understand that it doesn't matter what somebody else has. It doesn't matter what their talents are. It doesn't matter what their influence is. But when we realize that God has put us here for a specific purpose, at that point, then can we really learn to use them the right way. But like I said earlier, I, I, I like my personality, but with my personality, there comes some weaknesses with it. And when you like to talk, you generally don't like to listen. And, and you can ask my wife, I normally don't like to listen. But we've all heard we have two ears and one mouth, so we should listen twice as much as we talk. And there's been times in my life that God has put people around me that have wisdom to be able to speak into my life. And there's moments that I've got to realize I've, just, I've got to shut up long enough to let them speak to me and be able to listen to what they're trying to tell me. Because if I'm trying to talk over them, I'm not going to hear it. And I'm going to miss something that God has for my life. So we've got to be willing to be able to, to be quiet long enough and to be able to listen to the people around us as well that can speak wisdom into us. Because each of our talents come with strengths, but they also come with weaknesses. And we've got to be willing to understand that there are going to be some times that we don't know everything. That we've got to be willing to say, hey, I need some help in this area. That doesn't mean that you're a failure. That doesn't mean that you're weak. That means that you're willing to learn and to grow. So don't be afraid to ask the people around you for help. Don't be afraid to go to God and ask him for help. He wants us to be able to seek him and to seek others in those moments that we're weak. Because we have to be willing to learn from our weaknesses in order to grow in our strengths. Because we can't grow unless we're willing to admit in those areas that we are weak. Those areas that we need help. And when we seek God and we seek those around us, we can grow in our strengths. And number three leads us to we all need to work on our talents. Because God has given us those talents, but we need to continue to grow and to cultivate those. Because hard work applied to your natural talents and instincts will take you to levels that you never thought possible. But talent alone won't do it. Talent alone will only get you so far. And you guys have probably, if you've played sports, you've heard that. The talent will only get you so far, but hard work will take you to that next level. And that's the same thing with the talents that God has given us. He's given us some pretty good talents, and with those, we can do some okay things. But when we're willing to work hard, and we're willing to cultivate those and continue to grow in those, he can take us to levels that are farther than we ever thought possible. And I, I love the parable of the talents. Brian spoke on it last week as well. And Jesus, through this parable, teaches us what it takes not just to be able to have these abilities, but to be able to work hard and to grow and to get better and to be able to fulfill the purpose that God has for us. So I want to start in verse 14 of Matthew 25. And it says, again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, 
He gave two bags to another and one bag to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities, and then he left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earn five more. The servant of two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. And we can see here that the servant or the, the master knew his servants, and he knew the talents that they had, the abilities that they had, and he was able to entrust them with a certain amount of the bags of gold based on the abilities that they had. And Jesus continues in this story to be able to, to share with us how that unfolds. So we continue with the story here that after a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they had used the money. The servant whom had entrusted five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. So we see that the talent of the first one was to be able to invest, and the master knew that. So he took his five, and he invested it, and he doubled it and got more. And through that, he was able to help the master fulfill the purpose that he had designed in that. And that's how God calls us with our talents, is to be able to help invest in the kingdom of God. But we need to be able to invest in that and not just sit on what we have, but be able to work and to cultivate what God has given us. And then we continue with the second servant. It says, the servant who had received the two bags of silver came forward and, and said, Master, you have gave me two bags of silver to invest, and I've earned two more. The master said, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. And one thing that as I was studying this passage, God, God laid it on my heart on, on this particular servant. And it was something that I, that I hadn't ever seen in this before. But as I was reading through it, I thought about it. And the second servant, he had two bags of gold. And he worked hard. And he gained two more. So that gave him four total. And the master looked at him and said, well done, my good and faithful servant. Let's celebrate. But what I never thought about before was even with doubling the amount that he had been given, he still had less than the first servant started with, with five. And in that moment, the master didn't care how many the first servant had. What he cared about was how faithful the second servant was with the little bit that he had been given. And too many times we look to other people and think that they have better abilities than us, or they have more talents than us, or more influence than us. And God is not worried about comparing us to anybody else. What he's asking us to do is to be faithful with what he has given us. And that is what we are accountable for, not for anybody else, but what he has entrusted us with is what we are being held accountable for. And in that moment, the master said, well done, my good and faithful servant, even though he still had less than what the first servant had. And then we continue on with the third servant. And it says, then the servant with one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man harvesting crops. You didn't plant and gather crops that you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it in the earth. Look, 
here is your money back. But the master replied, you wicked and lazy servant, if you knew I harvested crops I didn't plant and gathered crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest off of it. And that last servant, he was, he was scared. He, he knew he only had one, and he was worried he was going to lose it. But by doing nothing, he actually was going to lose it. Even though he still had the one, we'll see in just a little bit how the master handled that one. But again, it's not a matter of how many we have, but it's how faithful we are. And by him not doing what he was supposed to do, he was unable to fulfill the purpose that the master had given him. And I want to remind you guys today that any progress is better than nothing. It, it doesn't have to be the, a huge progress that, that you see immediately, but it's step by step. It's being faithful and continuing to grow that is going to make the difference. And I, w- I was at a, a conference a few weeks ago, and one of the speakers said something that just really resonated with me. And it's this, it's that better's better than not better. Better's better than not better. So even being a little bit better is better than nothing. So take those small steps, continue to grow, continue to be faithful, continue to pursue what God has called you to do. It doesn't have to be giant steps. It doesn't have to be something that that shows up on social media or something that hits the headlines because God's not worried about that. God's worried about your heart. God's worried about your faithfulness. And he wants you to be able to fulfill the purpose that he has set out for your life. So let's see how Jesus finishes this story with the master and the servants. And he he ends it with saying, then he ordered, take the money from this servant. Take it from the one that had one that was unfaithful. And give it to the one with the ten bags of silver who was faithful. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given. And they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. So that servant who thought he was doing the right thing by doing nothing to protect it, lost it. But the two that worked hard, the two that were faithful, ended up gaining more because of their faithfulness. And the master rewards them because of that. So you may not feel like your talents matter. You may feel like the calling on your life isn't as big as somebody else's. But that's, that's not what it's all about. God designed you exactly who you are with the talents that you've been given to fulfill the purpose that God has laid on your life. So if you're in here today and you're feeling inadequate, I just want to encourage you, remember where you got those talents from. If our Heavenly Father who is good and perfect gave us gifts that are good and perfect, He's going to help you through each step. So don't take for granted what you have, but work hard and learn and continue to grow and to cultivate those talents because God will see your effort and your hard work and he will multiply your blessing. I've seen it in my life. I've seen it in the life of people around me. I've seen it in our church that when we're faithful with the little, that God can do absolutely amazing things that are greater than we could ever think possible. But it comes back to that faith Because in every area of your life, in your family, you have influence. Students in the room, you have influence in your school. You have influence in your jobs. You have influence in your neighborhoods with your friends. Because we were created by God for God. 
And he's gonna be there and he's gonna be faithful. And he's gonna love us every step of the way. He's gonna give us the direction in that next step that we need. We just need to be willing to be faithful and to seek God and allow him to take us to that next step. But this requires not just understanding your talent, but it requires that hard work. God never said it was gonna be easy. The life of Jesus was not easy. But through hard work and through faithfulness, we can see the testimony that he had and many others that we've seen because of the faithfulness that we have. And as we close out today, I wanna leave you guys with three things. And the first one is this, it's to know yourself. Know who you are. Know who God designed you to be. Not somebody else, who God designed you to be. Because he designed you uniquely for a purpose. He designed you perfect, exactly how he wanted you to be. Know yourself. And number two is the hardest one, probably, at least for me, it's to like yourself. We're our biggest critics. We beat ourselves up more than anybody else ever will. But when we understand that God loves us no matter what, that we can then begin to like who we are, like who God designed us to be, like the abilities and the talents that God has given us. And then number three is to be yourself. Be who you are. Don't focus on anybody else's talents. Don't focus on anybody else's influence. Focus on what God has designed you to be. And he will bless you and bless your influence and allow you to reach more people for the love of Jesus than you ever thought possible. Because too many times we focus on what others have. And when we do that, we miss the blessing that God so desperately wants to give us. But we're focusing on somebody else and not allowing God to bless us for who we are. So today I just want to remind you that you're loved. You're loved by a father that will never turn his back on you. No matter how many times we turn our back on him, and we do, but he's there every time with open arms to receive us back and to remind us that he never stopped loving you because you were loved by a creator designed to do amazing things in this life. And we've gotta be willing to step into what God has called us to do. And we need to be able to trust him through it all because you were designed with a purpose. Every single one of you was designed with a purpose. And like I said at the beginning of the message, that with a little, God can do amazing things. And I truly believe that, and I've seen that in my life. And hopefully you guys can see that today, that with a little, God can do amazing things. So will you be faithful with a little? Will you be faithful with the little that God has given you and the abilities and the talents that God has given you to serve God and to serve others? Because it's not about us gaining the reward. The blessing is amazing, but... The blessing is greater when we see that blessing flow through us into the lives of other people. And it can ultimately point people to Jesus and change their life and change the life of their family and even for generations. And we can have that impact even in the areas that we feel that we're so insignificant because we have a God that loves us. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been a production of Vortex Church in Albemarle, North Carolina. For more information on our church, we encourage you to visit us online at vortexchurch.com.